This episode of Ask Me Anything is brought to you by Suncorp Team Girls. Let's build a nation of confident girls. Being a tween and a teen is a tricky time. Between dealing with new friendship groups or even moving away from old friends, you're coming into your own, being your own person. And sometimes with changes comes tension. From Mamma Mia, I'm Beck Sparrow and you're listening to Ask Me Anything, the podcast where I answer anonymous questions from tween and teenage girls. This week we're talking all about dealing with conflict. Of course, when you're in primary school and high school, you're going to have conflict at school. Look, you have conflict as an adult in life, at workplaces, even at home, right? So conflicts are incredibly common And it's actually a life skill, understanding how to handle conflicts in a positive way. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Let's get on with our first question. Hi, Beck. There is a girl at school who has begun hanging around me and my friends. She hasn't asked if she can hang out with us. She has just turned up. My friends and I actually find her annoying, but we don't want to be mean. What should we do? I think that you're doing the right thing. And that is allowing this girl to hang out with you. I would say this is only going to be a temporary thing. What's happened is this girl currently doesn't have a tribe. She's a bit lost. And this happens. This happens to all of us in life. It happens in primary school, happens in high school, happens university, workplaces where you just don't know where you fit. And so she's come over to you and your friends and maybe she sees you as being kind and accepting and she admires you or whatever it is, but she's come over to you. And I totally get that you're saying she's annoying and you probably feel like she's ruining your vibe, you know, that you're with your close friends and why is this girl kind of now sitting with you? But I think in life... We have moments where we get to show the world who we are and this is one of those moments where I want you to be gracious and I want you to be kind because one day I will guarantee that at some point in your life you are going to be the person who's feeling lost and doesn't know where to sit or who to hang out with or who to talk to and when there are other people who are willing to open their circle, allow you to hang out with them, that is a big deal. So I want you to behave like the best version of yourself and treat this girl with kindness and include her. I love the the writer Glennon Doyle and she says that in life, particularly at school, instead of being in a circle, we should be in a horseshoe shape. And what that means is when you stand in a horseshoe and not a circle, a horseshoe means there's always room for other people to come and stand with you. And that's how I want you to be. I want you to be that person who's willing to let someone else come and sit with you. And when I say this, I don't mean then you let this girl hang out with you, but that through nonverbal communication, you make it very clear that she's actually not wanted. Don't make out to her that she's actually not wanted because that's actually really mean. So instead, just include her. I totally think this is going to be a temporary situation. I do not think in six months' time, this girl is still going to be with you because I think she will find her own place, right? So you are temporarily being accepting and letting her hang out with you. But I think that you'll be proud of yourself. I think when you behave in a kind way, you can then be really proud 
of your behaviour. So that's what I would do. I would let her hang out with you. And just remember, just because she's hanging out with you in a group at school, you can still hang out one-on-one with your close friend, but it just means at school that you're letting her sit with you and you're being inclusive. And I think that's the right thing to do. Hi, Beck. What do you do if you don't have a tribe at school? Here's what I'm going to say to you. It doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with you. So if you are the person at school who doesn't have a best friend or who doesn't have a group to sit with, I want to make it really clear that there can be a whole range of reasons why that has happened. And it does not mean that there is something wrong with you. It might be that you are a super arty kid who's been sent to a really sporty school and you're a bit of a square peg in a round hole. And I think this is what a lot of people don't realise. At different times in all of our lives, there are going to be moments where you can't find your people. Had it happened to me my first year of university, I've had it happen in jobs. Even as a school mum, you can turn up sometimes and just think, there is no one here that gets me. So what are you going to do in those moments? Well, first of all, let's try and get more comfortable as a society that it's okay to be alone sometimes. So if you need to hang out in the library and read or do do activities in the library or go and mentor or tutor some younger kids, great. But I mean, if you can be comfortable with your own company in the library, reading a book or doing whatever, fantastic. But I get what you're saying. This isn't a one-off. You're saying overall you don't have a tribe. So what my advice would be to then is to go to where the kind people are. Maybe they don't get you on every level, but if you can at least find some nice people who will let you hang out with them, go to them. And you will eventually, maybe next year, maybe the year after, somebody from your tribe will show up. But until then, just hang out with people who are nice and that you get on with. The other thing that I'd want you to do when you're at home is write out a friendship map for yourself. This is purely to remind yourself that you do actually have other friends in your life, that school is not the be all and end all. And I think sometimes we get caught up in a school bubble as if it's our entire world, but actually have a think about, do you have family friends, cousins, neighbours, friends from an old school, drama club friends, friends from a sporting team? Think about all the other people in your life that you're friends with and work at building on those friendships. So just to remind yourself that actually people do really like you. You do have friends. There's nothing wrong with you. And listen, in the end, there is nothing lonelier than hanging out with a group of people who make it very clear that you're not wanted. And I would choose being alone every day of the week over being in a group that treated me like dirt. So I don't think it's a bad thing at this point in time that you don't have a tribe. I have absolute faith that situation will change. And all I want you to do for the time being is find a way to get through the school day. As I said, tutor some younger kids, go to the library, find some nice people. And I tell you that eventually a great friend will show up. Up next, we're going to be talking more about handling moments of conflict. But before that, we're going to talk to Gabby Simpson about how sport has helped her deal with conflict off the court. Hi, I'm Gabby Simpson from the Queensland Firebirds. And I definitely know a lot about conflict and the importance of friendships that can help you deal with conflict. I know that in a team sport like netball, we are so fortunate to have great supportive people around you and that's the beauty of being in a team. Um, When you start playing in a team, you, you need to accept your teammates for who they are and also for yourself to play your best netball and feel really comfortable, you need them to accept you for who you are as well. Um, And the moment that you start trying to change people or you try and change for other people, that then you feel uncomfortable, but also they will too. So 
I guess the key is being really supportive, being supportive of who the people are around you that may be different because we need more different people in this world to make it great. But also, if you are different, you are unique and that's what makes you special and embracing that. To access a range of tools and resources designed to help build girls' confidence and keep them in the game, visit suncorp.com.au forward slash teamgirls. Okay, before the break, we were talking about what to do during those times in life when you don't have a tribe, which leads us to our next question, which is all about dealing with a friend who won't stop teasing you. Here's the question. Hi, Beck. One of my friends has started making fun of me about my hair in front of other people. I really want her to stop, but I don't know what to say. I love this question. I don't love that you're being teased about your hair, but I love this question because this is so key in life. This is Conflict Resolution 101. And really what this is all about is boundaries. And boundaries are the key to every relationship in our lives. They're the key to our friendships. They're going to be the key to our romantic relationships further down the track. They're going to be the key to our workplace relationships. And when I talk about boundaries, I mean it's the line in the sand that you draw about how you want to be treated and how you allow other people to treat you. And I think it's really key that we get better at teaching girls to use their voice, to vocalise their boundaries. And just because you assert your boundaries doesn't make you a mean person, that you can be kind but strong in deciding how you're going to let other people treat you. So what I would do is I take her aside. I would not do it in front of the group. Okay, let's remember, this is not Real Housewives. You're going to take her aside by herself. Let's say her name is Sam. And you're going to say, Sam, you're a really important friend to me, but when you make jokes about my hair, it makes me feel really embarrassed or humiliated, so I want you to stop. I know, you're listening to this and you're going, I could never do that. But actually, you can. You can do that. I'm telling you, that moment in life, here's what you're thinking. You're thinking, that is really awkward and uncomfortable and I can't do it. What I want you to do in life sometimes, there are going to be moments where we feel awkward and uncomfortable and we have to push through them because for two minutes of you feeling uncomfortable, this whole situation could be resolved. This is conflict resolution, right? You're going to make the situation go away. So you're going to say to her, hey, Sam, when you do this, it's making me feel like this. So can you please stop making jokes about my hair? Because it's actually really hurting my feelings and I'm really embarrassed. Do not put this in writing. That would be a bad idea. Big conversations have no place on device and on text. I've said this before. You do that, it gets shared or people edit messages and then share them. So don't put it in writing. Okay, this is something that you want to do in person. Now, let's say that she doesn't stop and she keeps going. So then what you want to do when people behave like jerks, and I'm sure your friend Sam is really nice, right? And she probably thinks she's being funny and not hurting your feelings. So I'm hoping in the first instance, when you say stop doing it, she's going to stop. If she doesn't stop, you've got to work out a way to navigate this. Now, people call this kind of stuff bullying. Let's not use the word bullying because what I want you to think, this is a game of power dominance. Here's the thing. If she says a mean comment to you about your hair and you look visibly upset, she wins a point and you lose a point. The game is whoever looks emotionally upset. So she says something to you and you go, stop saying that, or you look like you're going to burst into tears or you look hurt. You go down, you lose a point, she goes up, she wins a point. We don't want that to happen. What you want to do is communicate to her that you're not amused, that your feelings are not hurt. This is key. You are communicating to her that your feelings are not hurt, but that you think she's being ridiculous or she's being irritating, but your feelings are not hurt. If she thinks your feelings are hurt, she's going to keep going. So how do you communicate to her that you just think she's being irritating? 
look at her, raise your eyebrows and go, okay, or completely ignore her. So you're communicating to her, you're being irritating, but my feelings aren't hurt. And then get up and walk away or turn away. You don't want to engage in a dance. So the moment you go, my hair's not stupid or your hair's stupid, Sam, you're engaging in a dance. So don't disagree with her. Don't get into a debate with her because that's getting into a dance and creating a drama cyclone. What you want to do is nip this in the bud, show her that you think she's being a bit lame and not funny, but that your feelings are not hurt. And I'm telling you, if you handle it this way, she will stop making the joke. Because once she sees that you're not responding and not getting upset by it, she will stop and she'll move on. So that is my advice to you to handle this situation. And if she does keep going, I would then be questioning why you're actually friends with her. All of us at Life in Some Time, we are all the mean girl. At a different point in time in our lives, we can all be the person who's being a jerk at school. Sometimes we say jokes that we think are hilarious that actually are hurting someone else's feelings. I want to give Sam the benefit of the doubt at this point and say she's making this joke thinking she's being hilarious. She's not really thinking it's hurting your feelings. That's why I think when you communicate to her that you're actually, it is hurting your feelings, she's going to stop. But if this is a good friendship, I don't want you to throw this friendship with Sam away unless she keeps behaving super badly and being a jerk to you, in which case I'd say walk away for a while. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ask Me Anything. If you have a question, email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or call the pod phone so I can hear your voice on 028999386. That was our final episode of Ask Me Anything for Season 2. Thank you so much for listening. Ask Me Anything is produced by Ruth DeGlar, Eliza Ratliff and Emilia Navasquez for Mamma Mia. This episode of Ask Me Anything was brought to you by Suncorp Team Girls. Let's build a nation of confident girls. This episode of Ask Me Anything is brought to you by Suncorp Team Girls. Let's build a nation of confident girls.